seated. 1 Corinthians 11, verses 23 through 29 says, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you drink this bread and eat, the, and, and eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself." Uh, the meaning and the nature of the sacrament of the Lord's Supper actually does flow from our passage that we've just uh, read a moment ago with Jesus walking on the water. Firstly, when we internalize the passage, we can see that the real danger that awaited the disciples was actually not the waves and the wind. Uh, it was that Jesus wasn't there with them. That was the real danger that the disciples had to uh, endure. The sacrament is a sign and seal of the closeness of the Lord Jesus Christ to us. In the sacrament, we feed upon Christ by faith as he is offered to us in this way. We take him in by faith, that is, as we ingest him, uh, ingest the elements of the bread and the, and, and the wine, it is, it's, it's to be a sign of the closeness of Christ to us. That is, we take him in. We take him in. In other words, he's closer to us than, than we know. This is a covenantal meal in which we profess our faith as it rests in Christ and as he communes with us. He comes to us by his spirit to be with us and to fortify our souls against the world, the flesh, and the devil so that we will really never be without him. It isn't as though in this meal the bread and the wine turn into the body of uh, the Lord Jesus, uh, nor is it the case that this is just a mere commemoration that he did die at some point, and this is just the manner in which we are supposed to commemorate that. It isn't, uh, it isn't just a mere commemoration. This is a welcoming Jesus into the boat, as it were, to ensure our safe arrival on the other side. We need Jesus as our pilot. We need Jesus as our guide to navigate us through the torrents of life. We commune with him by his Spirit. And we, and we commune with each other as fellow crewmen, and thus he strengthens our confidence, our resolve, and our assurance. So we're here in this moment now with the risen Christ by his Spirit. It also flows from the passage in another way, that is the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, flows from the passage, uh, from what, what we believe of it. When we consider the passage and the sacrament, we see here that Jesus walks upon the waters, which would have caused death, but later on he tramples over death as well. In the Bible, chaotic waters are the universal symbol for uh, judgment. They are the universal symbol for uncertainty. And he uses his divine prerogative to make the elements of nature to heal, to bring them to heal. At this point in his life, he'll walk over the powers of death. In a little over a year or so, uh, in our book, he'll undergo death itself. This sacrament is also a declaration of his death until he comes, comes again. So the chaos that Jesus enters into, he will take upon his shoulders come Good Friday. 
So this means, brothers and sisters, that he has tasted death for you. If you are in Christ, he has tasted death for you. The bread representative of his body, the wine representative of his blood. His body was broken for you. His blood was spilled for you. And this is the meaning of the sacrament, what we're about to do. So, brothers and sisters, I invite you to commune with him through these, not being fixated upon these mere elements, but upon what they stand for. They stand for Christ and the benefits of the new covenant. It's my privilege as a minister of Christ to invite all who are right with God and his church through faith in the Lord Jesus to come to the Lord's table. If you have received Christ and are resting upon him alone for salvation as he's offered to you in the gospel, if you are a baptized and professing communicant member in good standing in a church that professes the gospel of God's free grace in Christ, and if you penitently live and seek to walk in godliness before the Lord, then this supper is for you. I invite you in Christ's name, to take and eat of this bread and drink of the cup. At the same time, God's word also says, as we've seen in 1 Corinthians 11, whosoever shall eat of this bread and drink of this cup unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread, drink of the cup. For he that eats and drinks unworthily eats, eats and drinks damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. So this means that if you're not trusting in Christ, if you're not a member of a faithful Christian church, if you're not living penitently and seeking to walk in godliness uh, before the Lord, then I encourage you to let these elements pass. Uh, I warn you not to approach the holy table of the Lord. So this warning is not aimed to keep the humble and contrite from the table of the Lord as if it were for those who are free from sin. As, As a matter of fact, it's for sinners that this table is even offered to us this very evening. It's for sinners that our, Lord's, that our Lord gives this supper as a means of grace. Uh, through the elements of bread and wine, the Lord graciously gives himself and all of his benefits to everyone who eats and drinks in a worthy manner, discerning the body of the Lord. It's one thing to eat and drink in a worthy manner. It's very different, however, to imagine that you are worthy to come take and eat and drink. We dare not come to the Lord's table as if we're worthy and righteous in ourselves, we come in a worthy manner if we recognize that we are unworthy sinners who need our Savior. So if we consciously discern his body given for our sins, if we hunger and thirst after Christ, giving thanks for his grace, trusting in his merits, feeding on him by faith, renewing our covenant with his people, then this table is for you. Uh, Let's examine our minds, our hearts, to examine whether such discernment is ours to the end that we may partake to the glory of God and our growth in, in grace of Christ. Come then with joy and thankfulness to the Lord's table. The Lord's Supper is medicine for poor, sick souls. Come to Jesus, find rest, find relaxation, find in him your rescue as well as your blessedness and reward, your nourishment for your weak and weary soul. Let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you.